Uh, could you tell me, please, what you had for breakfast? For breakfast, I had uh, uh, something like a toast with a cheese on it. With feta cheese, actually. <laughs> you are listening to the Music on Your Own Terms podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Skinny Armadillo Print Company located in Fort Worth, Texas. Now, due to the current situation, with all live music being essentially stopped, it'll come as no surprise to many people listening to this show that musicians and especially their support crew and management teams have found their income dramatically reduced. That's why the Skinny Armadillo has set up a website to support artists called Music for Good. You can purchase a specially designed t-shirt for this cause and $10 from that t-shirt will be donated to any band or artist of your choice. You can also donate money as well as purchasing the shirt. All you need to do is go to musicforgood.itemorder.com. That's musicforgood.itemorder.com. And of course, there'll be a link to the website on musiconyourownterms.com with the show notes and also in the social media posts for this episode. Welcome to episode 47 of the Music on Your Own Terms podcast. Hypnotic Nausea is a hard rock band from Athens, Greece that has prog and art rock leanings heavily inspired by both Tool and Grandiose concept albums from the 70s. In this chat, I talk to singer and guitarist George Bletsis about the band's beginnings, their influences and sound, along with how they decide on what concepts to work on and how they compose the music. We discover the deeper meaning to their albums Hypnosis and their newest release, The Death of All Religions, and see what effect the current coronavirus situation has had on the band writing new material. So let's get stuck into the interview. All right, welcome to another episode of the Music on Your Own Terms podcast. Today I'm joined by George Bletsis from the band Hypnotic Nausea. How are you doing? Uh, very good. Hello. Cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, for, for people that... Um, you know, haven't heard your music. Uh, could you describe the band? Uh, the band. It's a four-member band. Uh, we play something like uh, uh, experimental heavy rock, you know, with uh, different elements and, uh, sure. you know, different things from many genres, musical, you know. Uh, I'd say it's it definitely um, has elements of tall and, um, yeah, obviously a massive... Massive influence to a lot of people. Yeah. But yeah, definitely for me, it's it's definitely a cool like art rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely prog elements. 
um, yeah, I, re- I really dig the sound. So thank you so much. Re- really good. Yeah, what what do you play, and who else is in the band? Uh, I play guitar and uh, have the vocals. Uh, you know, um, we have a drummer uh, who uses uh, many uh, samples, and you know, mm-hmm. everything electronic elements and pads in uh, his uh, set. Uh, we have a bassist uh, who also plays, uh, you know, keyboards and everything and okay. sounds, of course. And uh, our fourth member uh, is not uh, on stage, but uh, he do the light show for us. And also if we have um, uh, a video projection, you know, he plays with us live. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think your sound kind of lends itself really well to a visual element. Um, yeah. And, and your latest album, uh, I love the artwork to that. That's, that's really, really cool. Mm, so you. definitely yeah. something people need to need to check out. Um, so yeah, you, you, if you want to talk about a little bit about the history, you guys started in 2013. Is that correct? Uh, we started in 2013 uh, in our home, uh, ca- uh, you know, town uh, in Agrinio. It's a little town uh, in the west, uh, western area of uh, Greece. Okay. Um, we started by jamming, many friends, you know, in a studio of a friend. Uh, and uh, the jam became uh, songs, and the songs became an album. That's uh, how we wrote our first uh, album, Hypnosis. Uh, and then we moved uh, in Athens uh, in order to work uh, in some places. And, uh, you know, the second album came, many live shows to promote mm-hmm. it around Greece. Uh, it's been a very uh, fun journey, you know. Cool. So yeah. do, you, do you think... Um... Like, how is the scene in in Greece? Is it was it necessary to move to Athens because of just live shows and and is no, it is no no it... no um, it works uh, of course but uh, it happened you know uh, for other reason for us uh, mainly for our jobs but uh, uh, there are many great bands uh, around Greece that stays in their hometown and make it very good you know. Okay. This is not a problem uh, nowadays. You know, with the internet and the social media, uh, the spaces uh, are getting smaller. You know. Sure. The distance. Awesome. <laughs> so do you, I mean? Do you um? Do you make a living with the band currently, or are you still is? You uh, no, know, you no, still no, need no. to work. Uh, you know, we uh, we have other jobs uh, to have the band as we like, uh, and don't compromise with uh, anything that comes in the way uh, so uh, here is a very li- a small market uh, for a band to live of that uh, uh, not many shows because uh, we are a small country but uh, you know we try to make good albums and uh, a few but good shows uh, that we can uh, mm. represent the whole idea of our band you know sure um, and and the two albums you have um, are, are both concept albums. Could you talk a little yeah. bit about what the concepts are? Uh, the first one, hypnosis, is um, you know mainly about uh, what can I say? It, it, it's about the social hypnosis and the isolation, you know, uh, that the people gets in uh, 
modern societies. Mm-hmm. Um, something like this. The second has to do with, uh, you know, the slavery from all the religious uh, things that they are around the world, mm-hmm. something like this. We, we always want to make a concept album, so we like to, to talk about many things, but uh, to cover it in uh, a story, something like sure. this. Always. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, hypnosis, um, you know, that that's pretty relevant right now, given the, uh, the current situation. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, consi- it's always relevant, you know. It's, like, uh, sure, but I think, <laughs> I think more now than ever, you know that that story yeah. is going to be pretty. We'll uh, see. We'll see how that uh, is going to end. Sure. You know, we've talked. We've talked a little bit about you know how how you not a full time job yet, but how, what's important in terms of uh, the band dynamics and you know business practices for for a band to get successful, in your opinion. Mm, you have to to be successful. Uh, at least here, uh, you have to give up everything, and do. Only that, mm. um, but uh, still, it's very difficult. So we have our jobs, and we try to have the band as the best that we can present it. You know, it's uh, like this. Uh, if something better comes along, we'll be it. You know, mm. but uh, until now, it's like a struggle between the two of these right. situations. But you think that the year. Um the message that you're putting across in your art is, is kind of the, the important thing. So, you know, you know, uh, giving stuff up is, is important in order to get that message out. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's uh, an everyday struggle, you know, mm. you, uh, everyone can uh, understand that. Sure. Yeah. So, so if uh, you wouldn't mind talking about you yourself and uh, how did you get into music and what, what made you uh, want to pick up a guitar and, and start singing? I was always first, um, you know, a music enthusiast uh, as a listener. A lot of bands. Uh, we got into rock music uh, till we were, we were really young, and uh, you know that escalated. We always wanted a band. Mm-hmm. Always wanted to be in a band and create things and music and ideas and everything. And uh, you know, it took some years to find the right. Uh, guys uh, with the same uh, mentality and attitude and, uh, you know, uh, artistic expression. Sure. So, yeah, uh, I teach all, uh, also music in uh, primary school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's my life, you know. <laughs> was there was there any particular band that, you know, you you aspired to be or any guitar player? Like, oh, that's, that's what I want to do. Uh, man, many bands. Yes, you told before, uh, Tool. Mm-hmm. Tool made me, uh, you know, tune my guitar in drop D for the first time. So it's a whole world. Uh, but uh, different things. We we listen many different things. Uh, I like craft, uh, craft work very much, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the work they have done. Um, what else? Um, a guitarist. Uh, I don't know. Definitely Adam Jones, you know, mm. uh, but uh, many things uh, I can't think now. Mm. <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you're, um, 
your sound definitely is kind of eclectic. It, it, it has the prog rock, but it also has electronic elements. So it it just it definitely uh, seems that you have a lot of influences from a lot of different places, which is really yeah, really. We want really to cool. be honest uh, to our uh, uh, you know things that we listen because uh, we we were always in bands and said uh, we can't play that because uh, it's not a uh, heavy metal right uh, and we wanted the band to be able to do whatever we want you know <laughs> that's cool so if you had any um have you had any notable gigs like with anyone um mm, you know any bigger bands yeah. that that you've opened up for or yeah um we have uh, played uh, with many great uh, greek bands here uh, we had played uh, with a uh, a young man uh, that we liked uh, from uh, US. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was uh, Cripple Black Phoenix from the United Kingdom? Yep, I've was heard. A great one. I've heard of them. They're, they're a good band. Yeah, 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 and uh, very also very good at live. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a Sasquatch uh, from uh, California, mm, something like that. I don't remember right. <laughs> something else. Yeah, but uh, it was a great shows, you know. Awesome. Um, so, what what's your opinion on uh, gi- given that you're a, you um, have a lot of visuals in your in your you know your package and you have um, you know really great artwork? Um, so it lends itself. I feel it lends itself well to like the uh, the vinyl albums because they're concept yeah. records that you see in the 70s and everything. Um, what's your opinion on physical media versus streaming? You know, uh, it is something that you can uh, get attached to and relate more than, uh, you know, a file in your com- computer. Mm. Because we listened to records when we were young, uh, it mattered more to see the lyrics, uh, to, um, to read about every little detail, you know, the studio they recorded, uh, the producer, uh, everything. Mm. Uh, it was uh, more to our aesthetic uh, to have a vinyl, a vinyl a record with artworks, with, uh, you know, comic books and everything. Oh, that's right, because you released a comic book on, was it the last album that you did it with? At the last, at the last one, yeah, yeah. Awesome. It was a collaboration with uh, Icarus uh, Records, mm-hmm. a great uh, Greek lab- label, um, and uh, we had the opportunity to do that. So that's we that, that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So, given that obviously the world is going streaming, and and we're um, obviously with the current situation, we're more um, restricted in what we can order. And, you know, the physical side of it is definitely going away in the mass market. I mean, what what do you think bands can do going forward to get that visual, tactile, um, you know, thing across for bands as opposed to just the streaming downloads? Like, how how do you get that that experience now that we're going to more online? (laughs) The live shows, I believe. Uh, You can put it all in there because... uh, you know, uh, if you want to be updated all the time, you have to use, you know, the streaming uh, and many things. Uh, you know, bands can do a career now because they have, um, you know, a good uh, YouTube channel mm-hmm. or something like that. So you, you, you can't, uh, 
you must use them also but uh, you can find many things that you can do as a band to keep you know the the real the real thing uh, to have uh, physical copies um, uh, to have your merch around that kind of stuff your uh, your soul yeah you can do many things awesome so when we've um, we've talked a little bit about the um, the current situation with the coronavirus yeah, what yeah. what are you doing to kind of adapt to that right now? Uh, I've I always uh, was you know sitting at home mostly, so it's not a big difference. Uh, but uh, it's a situation that uh, we don't know how it's going to escalate. So I believe we must be cautious. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. To protect, to protect ourselves. Uh, but uh, you can find many things uh, in a home. Uh, some friend told me that uh, your home could be either a prison or, you know, something very free mm. to uh, rediscover books or uh, uh, music, uh, anything. Oh, for <laughs> to sure. Jam, to yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, many things. Are you, are you taking the Are you taking the time to write some music? <clears throat> mm. Yeah, I've done some writing so far, but we are, uh, uh, you know, we prepare a new album right now, so there's a lot of stuff going on, Do you... a lot of ideas, a lot of reading, a lot of uh, writing. Great. Do Do you find that your your um your the music for your band comes out more in the jam session when you're together, or do you have a lot of ideas that you bring to the session? Or do you write? Do you write independently and and send it back and forth? Uh, you must uh, write something, a main theme, uh, independently, and then uh, you know you jump with the other guys and bring their ideas or change your idea to something else that you you didn't thought of. Um, both of them mainly. Both of them works. And how how do you guys come up with the um the concepts of the albums and the lyrics? Are there, is there like mm. one major theme that you kind of gravitate towards, or does it kind of come out when you hear the music and then like oh that kind of sounds like uh, both of them? Uh, mainly with uh, the concept uh, themes uh, comes from uh, a lot of discussion with us about many things, you know, mm. and uh, someone will. Um, Put a pin to something and revisit it later and uh, see if uh, there's things to talk about, uh, you know. So, like that with um, many conversations. <laughs> hmm. That's great. So, it, when when um, when is your plan to have a new album coming out? Uh, we will release uh, an EP album, uh, I believe, around uh, September. Awesome. Or October, something like this. And then, you know, uh, a full album. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, so just to get a bit guitar nerdy, um, what what yeah. what do you what what instruments do you play and what's your uh, what's your setup? My main guitar is uh, uh, a great electromatic. Um I love this uh, guitar. Um I also use uh, orange amplifiers uh, mm -hmm. because uh, I love uh, how 
this, uh, you know, the range that they give me from very hard playing to really, you know, arpeggios and everything uh, mm. with a very good clean sound also. Uh, and uh, I have a pedal board that always changes, you know. Oh, so you, you, you're, uh, you're swapping and, out pedals and, and stuff. You don't have like yeah, a multi-effects. All, uh, all the time, yeah, all the time. Because uh, we try to, to keep it analog, you know. Mm. As much as you can these days. What's your, yeah. what's your favorite pedal that you'll never take off your board? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I love I love uh, the my Electroharmonics uh, Cathedral. Mm-hmm. You know my River pedal. I love it. Um, and I also have to say, what else? Mm. Also, my delay, uh, it's uh, the f- uh, flashback uh, from uh, TC Electronic. Mm-hmm. I also love it. That, yeah, that's a, that's it. a good sounding pedal. Love them both. Love them both, you know. Cool. All, only with it, uh, these two, you can make many things. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, um, yeah. something just popped into my head uh, that you, you don't really sound like them, but you have a sort of atmospheric similarity. Are, are you familiar with the, the British band Amplifier? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Uh, our, our drummer loves them uh, very much. Awesome. Yeah, I can. Very I much. guess, yeah. like, it just, just, it, uh, you know, it went into my brain. You that got us. You have some <laughs> yeah. influence from that. Yeah, you know, talking about yeah, pedals because yeah, that guy's got a massive pedal board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a guitar nerd and pedal nerd also. Awesome. Um, what what major significant negative experience have you overcome in life, and what did it teach you? <laughs> yes. Good question. Uh, the technical difficulties, you know, mm. that uh, we play uh, as, a, you know, our life set is, um, it never stops, you know. It's uh, like a theater play. Mm-hmm. So uh, whatever comes, you know, any difficulty, you must always continue. Don't know how, but you have to do that. Uh, by far, we have some uh, te- technical difficulties, but uh, always, uh, because we have many backup plans, uh, always works. So, it's <laughs> phew, very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what positive experience, you know, it can be in music or life, um, has has pushed you to, to follow this as a as a career path or, a, you know, the band in general or just, just whatever else you're doing? Mainly, you know, through music, uh, you, you put uh, all your creativity in there and it gives you back always mm. <laughs> uh, by many things, not uh, as, uh, you know, something really successful only. Uh, success can be in your heart or in your mind uh, as you see things mm. this yeah awesome so what what does music mean to you mm, everything <laughs> everything you know it's uh, uh, something like a best friend that uh, that's always there mm. uh, through every experience you have uh, it's like um, your personal uh, life soundtrack, mm. something like this. Not always uh, as a performer, but uh, mainly as a listener. 
Yeah. Awesome. Music uh, was always there. Always. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> where can where can people find out about you and your band? Uh, in our social media, Facebook, Instagram, you know, Hypnotic Nausea, but uh, also through our uh, site, uh, you know, hypnoticnausea.com. Okay. You can find everything there. Awesome. And I'll, I'll link that all <laughs> up in the uh, show notes for the episode as well. Yeah. Um, and, and finally, at the, at the end of the um, at the end of the episode, I like to play a, a song from the band I'm interviewing. Um, what song would you like me to play? I believe uh, you can play uh, Dogma from our Dogma? last. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Album. All right. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's been a great interview. Um, it was really thank you so much. Really nice for meeting your time you and everything. No, thank you, okay, thank you very care. much. All right. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you, thank you. Thanks again for listening. I really hope you'll check out Hypnotic Nausea because I personally really dig their sound. And if you like proggy hard rock, then they're really going to be up your alley as well. Don't forget to check out the show notes at musiconyourownterms.com. While you're there, make sure you sign up for the mailing list. Every week from now until the end of April, I will be drawing one randomly selected person to win a t-shirt of their choice from the merch store. But you have to make sure you sign up. Don't forget to support bands and artists and their crew in the Music for Good campaign run by the Skinny Armadillo. And hit me up on social media. Let me know what subjects you want to hear and what bands or artists or entrepreneurs you want me to interview going forward. As always, keep pushing the needle and be excellent to each other. This is Hypnotic Nausea with Dogma.
come to cash this check, check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice.